Look, so, it's been like a month since we recorded. Of course we're out of practice. Yeah, we're, we're in... I think that's the first time I've done that. <laughs> <laughs> in 200 episodes? Happy 200th yes. episode. Is, it, is this the 200th episode? Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Pointless Discourse with myself, Apocalypse, and then D-Pain. That is me, D-Pain, Secret Service Man. Not so much secret, because I told everybody. I was trying to look through our list. I don't think we have any Secret Service-type movies on this list, as we're continuing I... our series through A24. Segway. So, some of them could be. Minari could be. A Secret Service movie about how good it's about it. It's a plant movie, in more ways than one, to tell us how good it is oh, to have was, a farm in Arkansas. I was gonna say best. My best guess for things that we have already seen was Ex Machina. <laughs> well, now I they have, know that's on the list. <laughs> I mean, I think when we tell people we were watching twenty four A twenty four films, the and there was only seventeen. <laughs> That would be funny, just to go find a movie production house and just, yeah, we're going to do them for about five, five months. And then, oh my goodness, it's six months. Eh, whatever. Uh, and then find out that uh, they only have like four movies. <laughs> Oopsies. But yeah. Um, you have a fact for everybody. Yes. This is the second episode. I had to make sure because all our scheduling things went out the window a little bit. I also figured, depending on how some some things might get recorded, I might have funky hair because I just cut my hair today. And if we record one of the episodes, it's going to be, oh, D-Pain got a haircut. Oh, and it came back. That's right. No, I think we're in order. I think we're fine. No, no, I'm talking about Tuesday, if that happens or not. Oh, in that direction. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, um, matter of fact, is uh, the company is named A24 after the Italian highway Autostrada 24 because uh, because this is the road that the co-founder Daniel Kratz was driving down when he had the moment of clarity about starting this company. I think I heard that hmm. before. That's a pretty not, good fact. Not the second half, but that it was named after the highway. That. Yeah. Well, I'm glad he had that epiphany. Because then it makes the 2024 plans for us easy. <laughs> that. And I think they're one of the best people that make movies. Yeah. Right now, I'd say, in my opinion, other than Ever. actual... <laughs> other than actual <laughs> indie publishers, it does... Or producers, it does feel like A24 is willing to try a lot of things. Because in the three movies we've watched so far for this one of them not recorded oh, yet. i was like we watched three <laughs> what one of them not recorded yeah. yet like i can see where like minari and the whale belong in the same like production house and then there's the, the other one we watched there's just hold up <laughs> <laughs> well even just thinking of other a24 films that we watched on this podcast the oh, green yeah. knight hereditary ex machina um i've watched uh the lighthouse and i've watched talk to me like yeah talk to me hereditary also and lighthouse i can see like they have similar vibes minari and the whale have similar vibes uh ex machina is kind of like a subject of itself <laughs> yeah 
It's... Do they have it? Oh, and I've also watched The Lobster. The Lobster is also completely different. Uh, I have to look at their all their films again to remember any of them. Because brain don't... I'm trying to find it on... <laughs> like, why do they not have a link to all A24 films on stinking uh, IMDb? Hold on. But Wikipedia does. There it is. Scroll down to the thing. Yeah. A lot of these I I have I haven't seen, but the ones that I have, um, and from what I heard of, there's just good things. Yeah, like as I said, Hereditary, Ex Machina. Um, what's a uh, Green Knight? Well, yeah, and then Minari watching that. It's I don't know. It they have a vibe that they go for, and it works for me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so. And if you're listening to this, I guess it works for you too. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome. So, this is episode two where we watch and talk about. We have watched, and we will talk about <laughs> the whale. <laughs> yes, I do feel um, it will. It would be an interesting thing to like watch and talk about the movie as we're watching it. But then that I think that does better like as a YouTube video, right? Because it can be like mm-hmm. long form, and you see reactions. Whereas like for the podcast, only if some was... platforms have video options yeah if it was if we were just a youtube show i think it would make sense Mm -hmm. or just a video podcast but for an audio format i don't know it's it's hard to say what you just saw then react to it then still have a genuine yeah i i personally prefer the the commentary of just people talking about films and stuff Mm -hmm. um rather than watching along with people yeah Yeah. so yeah but in any case uh i know d-pain and i already started talking about the whale before we started recording so i'm gonna leave as much time as possible for us to keep talking (laughs) about the whale (laughs) Mm -hmm. um but i I will say before we get into it one thing uh because when for the longest time when i thought of brendan fraser uh I would think the mummy would come to mind first mm-hmm. and then probably George of the jungle. Mm-hmm. And then seeing this, I was like, boy, boy <laughs> can, can act. <laughs> uh, sorry. I said the phrase, where you been? Uh, I know where he's been. I don't oh, know yes. if you know about his, uh... we, we did. It wasn't on, but it wasn't, we talked about this, I think last year when this movie came out and it was just, Oh, okay. And then I didn't know. Cause I don't keep up with celebrities. I'm still waiting for an update from that dude that eats people. And uh, I haven't gotten an update about the dude that uh, allegedly. I. That's, that's the legally unbinding term. Allegedly even... eats people. Nah, he eats them. <laughs> but yeah, I know when Brendan Fraser was put up for these awards, he became kind of like in the public eye again. And I believe he talked about how he was um, essentially harassed out of Hollywood, I think is the best way to put it. 
he was assaulted mm-hmm. and taken advantage of and at unfortunately uh, at the time people went men can't be assaulted so he kind of was like i can't be in the business yeah. and then he comes back with his debut and it's like such a shame yeah <laughs> and didn't i think he also had I'm, i might be just getting actors mixed up but i thought he also around that same time he left had uh, a pretty bad back injury it could on. be possible i mean depends that, if he I, does his own stunts i think that i think he was at least in the mummy and looney tunes and all that stuff but uh he i think that was the cover story mm. of no he didn't get sexually assaulted he that that never happened he hurt his back wrestling bugs bunny I don't, know if re- I don't know if he wrestled bugs bunny in that movie it's been so but, yeah. long since i've seen it mm-hmm. but uh no nah, it's just uh i remember watching tons of interviews and stuff or, or at least clips of the interview interviews with him where they would talk with him and uh he because he's just I didn't know anyone remembered me and all this stuff. And then mm-hmm. just uh, just him and then just all of these other actors that were pretty much pushed to the side from Hollywood that are now getting into, that are now getting recognized that he was, that he's friends with and everything. And they're all just uh, in- super encouraging him and uh and vice versa because he's pretty close if i remember correctly um i'm forgetting her name and i'm clicking it real quick see if i can find it uh michelle yell yeah i I don't know how to pronounce her last name oh the everything everywhere yeah actress okay Mm -hmm. uh because i remember she was getting her uh, she was from what i heard rightfully so getting recognized for for her performance and uh, everything, ever, ever, I'm reading the title and I'm already, <laughs> <"Oy."> <laughs> yeah, everything, everywhere, all, all at once. Uh, and, and they were both congratulating each other and I don't know how their paths crossed, but he was also really close with, um, the, I only know he's from, what's his face? Uh, Hey Hu Quan, uh, the male co-actor in there. Who I I feel bad because I only remember him f- from uh, Indiana Jones. Oh, when he was a child. <laughs> when he was a child, okay. yeah. Um, but yeah, but both the them were were getting big, and they are getting uh, recognized as like full acting. Yeah. Well, there was houses. a clip. Yeah, and there. Well, there's a clip where. <laughs> Because Brennan Fraser just, I don't think he, from all the experience he was, when I think it was when he first came back and he wasn't extremely comfortable going to these award things. And there's, you can see him just awkwardly kind of standing there, just like, what do I do? And then I, I think it was Michelle Yeoh, there's a flip of her just, what are you doing? Get over here. <laughs> like, Aww. you're, and, and it was just the whole cast of everything, everywhere, all at once, just supporting like, him. Yeah, there's like, yeah, and he's just <laughs> like, it, it, he went from lost puppy to I don't really want to be here to ah, my friends. And so there was just a lot of com- com- wow words, camaraderie. Yes, 
a lot of friendships and <laughs> <laughs> a lot of support and it and all that stuff going on but yeah we we I don't know. We might bring that up because uh, eh, we already said other ones. But yeah, that other movie's on this list too. We, you think we'd be stupid not to put that on that list? That, <laughs> it'll just be a while. <laughs> it it will be a while. One. You might forget that we even mentioned it. When does that even come out? Uh, oh, that's near the end. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. so you got to stay tuned. Oh, wait. I did a spoiler. You don't know when in May. So you have to stay tuned to find out when. Or else. Oh, but in any case, uh, with all of our other movie discussions, spoilers, warnings. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> there's gonna be big spoil things. Um, yeah, this one so. came out like a year ago, so very mm-hmm. or two years ago, I guess, because it's the new year when this co- releases. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, if you want to watch it, uh, feel free to pause or or whatever, and come back after you. You hear about it because uh, we're going to be talking about multiple character arcs in this film. Yeah, so, so. I do think uh, D-Pain and I did quickly discuss, and I think that's the easiest way for us to structure it. Because this movie, at least to me, it's not really a, like... I just realized I never hit record. Oh, well, the aud- Zoom audio will have my audio, but I'm going to hit record right now. Okay. Because I made you start a new one. Yes. Technical difficulties. I'm just going to do this. That way I can find that later. Look, so, it's been like a month since we recorded. Of course we're out of yeah, practice. We're, we're in... I think that's the first time I've done that. <laughs> <laughs> in 200 episodes? Happy 200th yes. episode. Is, it, is this the 200th episode? It is... It is the 200th episode. <laughs> <laughs> I numbered them all. <laughs> I don't remember. I do things and forget. I, Future that you might be is a, happy. Hmm? Future yeah, you f- appreciates yes. it. Yeah. The, the other part is that might just be a sign. Hey, you might do a little too, bit too much. And to that I say, you inner voice, you shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. Anyway. From this yes, point on, sorry, if you don't, you off. yeah. From this point on, if you don't want any spoilers about the different characters, because uh, what was I saying? The way this movie is structured, um, it's like slow reveals, so I feel like it'd be weird to kind of go in order. I um, mm-hmm. so I thought it might be better to just kind of talk about each character, because I know we've done this in like other things, like when we watched Gravity Falls and stuff like that. We were like, all right, this is Dipper's arc, this is Mabel's arc, and then Grunkle stands over here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, and there is a lot of like back and forth too between all the mm-hmm. different characters in this movie. They all—it's a melting pot of characters. Yeah. So yeah. So, um, uh, I guess Deepin, you can start a timer so we don't get completely lost. Oh, do we want to roll a die to give? Uh, oh. Who's gonna give a quick uh, thirty-second synopsis, and then I'll start the timer. Yes, yes. I have my digital dice up on my screen. I I know we just showed all the fancy new dice that are around me, and I still picked up this chess X. Uh, show one. off! Show off to the to the YouTube viewers. Okay. Which dice are you guys are ready? Today? Uh, oh, which one I'm using today? Mm-hmm. This one. <laughs> Not one of the new ones. Cheese. Stinky cheese. It has no correlation with the movie we watched. It was just the first one I grabbed. Turn in, uh, tune in next week to see if D Pain has different dice. I also. Did not look at the number when I picked it up, and now I'm like, uh, 
<laughs> and I should have looked at what I rolled, but I'm rolling again. Oh, I think unless you rolled very, very well, I rolled a 19. I also rolled a 19. <laughs> what the dumb? <laughs> Tiebreaker? Yeah, and rock, paper, scissors now. <laughs> yeah. Reroll. Okay, this time I rolled a 13. I rolled, well, I can see the 13, but I rolled an 11. Okay. I thought you were going to say 13 again. I was going to be like, third tiebreaker in a row. That would make sense for a different movie from what I hear about it. Inception. Oh. A, I, I never watched Inception. Uh, there's a spinning top. It's also top. not on the list. Yeah, that's a spinning top. <laughs> I also don't know anything about everything, because we mentioned everything everywhere all at once. And I don't know anything about it. But I heard that there's a bunch of stuff, weird stuff, and it would get a multiple tie. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> okay. So, yes, so the quick synopsis of this movie is you have um, a man who has isolated himself from the world as he's dealing with, I guess, his personal views of the past and how he views himself as a person now that everything that's happened to him and everything is set within his uh, apartment where he is um, morbidly obese and he learns early on that he is he maybe has a week to live. And the movie progresses through all of these different connections he's made at this point of his life, as well as uh, his hopes to reach out and rekindle things before everything is done. Mm -hmm. Anything else you want to add as the little synopsis? It's a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like this is a movie that I really enjoyed. But all right, this is what I said. I said, I think it's a beautiful movie that's really hard to watch mm-hmm because i with brennan really Fraser's, hard to watch when you're eating dinner yeah i was waiting i was like i'm like an hour and 10 minutes in oh okay uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was just sitting there and i'm like i'm hungry but i don't think i can keep eating <laughs> um, and then that scene de ended and i kept eating <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like brennan Fraser's performance uh for me at least as a viewer i was like i i hope for the best and you know you don't always get what you want. <laughs> we should make a movie list uh, or find a list of good, good feel bad movies. Mm. <laughs> I can't think of a better title than right now. Like The Whale, I think, would fit in there. After watching this, I just wanted to watch Manchester by the Sea again. Um, I really like Crying to Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. It's on my list that I haven't watched, but. Uh, uh, one moment. And now I will stall for this one moment. Okay. So. Let's see. Let's see. I don't know if I'll cut this out or not. But yeah, so anyway, for this uh, episode, what we will be doing is uh, kind of choosing... I think we said this, but I can't remember. So you guys might hear me say this earlier, and this will be the second time. But we're going to go through the four main characters of this movie. Uh, uh, Charlie, who is played by Brendan Fraser. Ellie, who is played by Sadie Sink. Thomas, who is played by Ty Simpkins. And Liz, played by... Uh, Hong Chao. I hope I pronounced all their names correctly. Uh, they all have different um, 
Yeah, different. They're they're kind of where the main storylines fit around. And um, Brendan Fraser, Charlie, uh, is kind of our, our main character. Uh, Ellie is uh, pretty much uh, his, not pretty much, it is his daughter. Thomas is a missionary that that pretty much gets just finds himself in the middle of this whole thing. And Liz is, uh, the nurse friend of Charlie. Uh, and another thing about this is pretty much this whole movie, uh, was based off a play called the same, same title. Um, as I open up this Wikipedia article, Oh, interesting. I don't know if they ever say how much he weighs in, in the movie, but uh, yeah. So the play is written, set in, yeah, set in the same place, Moscow, Idaho, and it tells pretty much the story of a six hundred pound obese man. Uh, so, uh oh, I messed up my links here. So yeah, this overall, uh, it's just. My brain died because I don't want to keep talking too much and then find out that uh, we have. I went too far. It was also produced by this dude. Is this the same dude who did <laughs> uh, Hereditary? think I'll just pause here and we'll come back when Hop does.
sorry. It's I'm all good. Slight emergency. Okay. And then Strider might be scooting soon, too. So, well. <laughs> <laughs> no Apologies. problem. It's all good. I think we were right at the point of starting to chat about the movie. Yes. I Pretty much all I did was I introduced um, the characters and who plays them. Okay. And, uh, and then I couldn't. My brain was like, ah, I don't remember how much we said. But Alright, uh, which character would you like to would you like to go shortest character arc to most complex character arc? Or most complex and then least complex I'm, in case I have to scoot? Uh I think we should just start with Charlie and okay. then kinda and then from there fill in the blanks with everybody else. Okay. Because I, I think Charlie has the most central story that will be easier to explain the inner working connections of of everyone else. Sounds good. Um, I guess I'll kick off by saying, yeah, we gave the synopsis to say uh, Charlie has basically isolated himself from the world. So, yeah, he's um, working as I an on. I started the timer. Okay. He's working as an online instructor for i believe i would assume college level courses yeah uh, for writing and english and he's kind of doing the very formal way of like you have to keep revising you have to keep editing and you have to like write with meaning and everything like that and you get a glimpse of kind of how um how much he isolates himself because people start making comments about how he's he never fixes fixes his webcam Mm -hmm. uh from the teachers courses and then you get a uh, a look at him and the opening scene is <laughs> as a24 likes to do is very much in your face of mm-hmm. um uh charlie is having some private time and gets walked in on by the character thomas mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> which <laughs> was just the the start of a, a very bad week for him <laughs> yeah so i does this start on us is it saturday or sunday um because each day is kind yeah. of like shown as text at the bottom of the screen as it moves throughout the story. Let's see. I I thought it was a weekend. I can't remember. Okay. Uh but yeah, so um through Charlie's point of view of things we learn I can find it. <laughs> um, when it comes to Charlie, we basically learn about how he doesn't he expects he doesn't expect people to show up to the point where like he leaves the front door unlocked and like that's how characters are kind of introduced throughout the movie. They come in through the same door and that's kind of mm-hmm. like their stage left <laughs> entry cue where he he um, tells anybody that's knocking that the door is unlocked. And then uh, through this, um, so yeah, so that's when you first meet Thomas, who meets him, and he tries to spread uh, news and try to hand him pamphlets and everything like that. And sorry, because I ran off to help with the rabbit. I it's lost it. All good. Uh, and then and, Liz shortly. Yeah, Liz is Liz shows oh, up a little because, bit afterwards because the movie kicks off where uh, Charlie clearly looks like he's having like heart problems. He's, having, he's struggling to breathe, he's clutching his chest, and he's, like, wheezing. And it's repeated over and over for people to get him an ambulance, and he says no. He's going to contact Liz, his nurse friend that takes care of him. 
it's also at this point the the first time where it shows as a coping mechanism that he has that he has this essay essay yeah that he he reads uh and he can't read it and it helps him calm his heart and everything kind of just get everything back in order and he asks uh thomas read this and he's like are you sure and he's like just read it <laughs> just read it and then yeah he like, says that it's the last words he hopes to hear if it's his ed times because mm-hmm. you can tell charlie is kind of like he's assuming each time his chest constricts that's mm-hmm. his heart finally giving out yeah he's very fatalistic but also like uh wants to see the best in people at the same time i guess is a good way and yeah. we i think we see that later yeah he's very negative and very like self-loathing and very yeah, self-deprecating like, to himself yeah but when it comes to other people he's like if i can do anything it's i'd like to give to others before i leave but yeah, so then we meet Liz, and Liz uh, is clearly a nurse, has nurse training, has uh, access to materials to try and get them to Charlie, um, and Charlie uh, clearly expresses yeah. to her that he'd rather be in debt, or rather never be in debt, and is like, I'd rather just keel over. And she's like, no, it's better to be in debt than to be dead. And he's like, no, 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 I, I can't afford it. Don't take me to the hospital. It's expensive. Mm-hmm. So she, uh, you see that she try and she tries to accommodate for him and what he needs, but she's also got a big soft spot for him, right? Mm-hmm. So as much as she is concerned about his health, she brings him over like a big old bucket of chicken. <laughs> yeah, and he, she's not happy about it either. Yeah, <laughs> begrudgingly does it. Yeah, I, the- there's one thing I, in my notes I saw here uh, that I wrote. Um, it was about the essay with. Uh, didn't uh, because it is revealed at this point that um, between Liz and Thomas that Charlie has uh, had a boyfriend who was killed by the church that uh, Thomas claims that he's from Mm -hmm. uh, New Life Church Uh, but also Liz's brother as well and that's their connection yeah that isn't revealed yet, but that comes I later. I thought it was. It's. I think it's hinted at, but I don't. Mm. It, it makes it very, very the clear. The second lecture. Yeah, the very later, a lot later in the movie, it feels when they just spell everything out. If in case you missed it, but, <laughs> uh, but yeah, pretty much. I, I wrote. Hmm. This essay. Uh, I think is either written by him when he was younger, his dead boyfriend. Or a possible child. I was leaning towards dead boyfriend because they do use some clever word techniques throughout it to subvert expectations. Mm-hmm. But we'll yes. get to that. Um, uh, and I want to say, rereading my notes, and I didn't look up anything about this movie. I was like, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, so, and it's also at this point where they give the first reveal that they're from Idaho. It's 2020 because there's multiple times. The first of many times where we hear about uh, the election, or the at least the, the primary. Yeah. Yeah. For the which Republican we, primaries, yeah. Which I just want everyone to know. Me, who is a registered independent, is now getting Republican uh, primary stuff. And I'm just, I can't vote for you. Yeah, Please I'm not allowed at the primaries. <laughs> uh and let's just say one candidate, if they get far, has already lost my vote. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, so yeah, so then we follow. Um, uh, yeah, well, so the, then it's Liz and yeah. Charlie uh, after yeah. yeah, Liz and Thomas were discussing things, and then it's Liz and Charlie, and then we mm-hmm. see that Charlie clearly um, finds enjoyment in food. Like we don't see him enjoy anything other than reading slash writing and food. Yeah, and uh, there is another important important thing about this point because uh, Thomas is still here um because it it was just making me laugh because it was just liz is like go we don't need you and, and charlie's like no no he can stay he can stay and she's like no you get out of here and he's like i think i should leave no you wait here and it was just <laughs> like i was like ah, what should i do but it's also in this opening scene where they say that um his blood pressure is 200 something over like 238 over 140 or something yeah. like that like something like he's he he could get on medication and be monitored mm-hmm. at a hospital and potentially like stable out but he's still yeah choosing otherwise and i was like <laughs> me just <laughs> like charlie in the film was i don't know what that means and then they <laughs> tell you in the next day cuz uh, i think it's I want to say that was Sunday or it was Saturday or Sunday. And then the next day is he's like grading papers at his kitchen counter. And yeah. Starts and Googling. Yeah. Cause he opens up and he's like, Ooh, three musketeers. <laughs> he's like, Oh, okay. He, he oh, does like the battle. Like I shouldn't, but I yeah. need it, but I don't want to, but I yeah. kind of like need it. And I feel that scene right there explained how the rest of the movie was going to go for me because it was like, okay, if he doesn't eat it, uh, it's just, is he going to try to to recover? But he pretty much looks it up and just finds out that going to the hospital, all the stuff is required. Uh, and pretty much when your numbers are that bad, it's pretty much an extreme case where it's fatalistic. And he's just, at that point, just, just has a breakdown, uh, binge eats, I think like four three musketeers or maybe it was only two he eats them very fast which i don't like chocolate so i'm just like, okay bud you do that <laughs> um but then he does still angrily slam him in the drawer like he's not yeah. like he's yeah he's not he's just, coping <laughs> yeah he, he's just and he knows what he's doing isn't great um mm-hmm. and so it, but at that point uh we kind of learn pretty much uh he he has to do yeah it, it's this whole thing where he's just like okay and at this point he's also walking around in a walker and he's very slow uh i think also before that scene i'm jumping around a little bit but uh it shows his night routine because liz kind of tells him okay i'm leaving yeah See he it? wakes up on his own and then starts to it's his yeah his night routine to bed. Yeah. yeah well shower and then everything and uh, while he's quoting the quoting the essay, mm-hmm. when he's heading to bed. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so then I believe I'm trying to remember. Is it? I think Ellie, Ellie comes, comes over. I, I think this is when Ellie comes in. Yeah. So then we find out about his daughter, and through a bunch of various dialogue, we learn that. He had left his daughter when she was about eight years old, and he, uh, in her words, uh, left for a kid because she says it was one of his students. 
but that's why I was like, he teaches high school or college. Not college. High school, college. Yeah. So like he was younger than him, but not like mm-hmm. illegal, I believe. But yeah, so Ellie uh, admits that she remembers everything and is able to describe to him like, I remember the exact moments you ruined the family. And you kind of get hints that like he's trying to he's trying to be a father figure and she's very against it because she's like, you were never there. Why does it matter? So mm-hmm. then it gets to a boiling point where he's like, I'll pay you. Yeah. And he he tells her that there's $120,000 for her. And then she goes, well, um, you also have to help me pass high school. And he's like, okay. Uh, And he sees it at that moment. You can see in his eyes, he's like, I can bond with her and use this as teaching moments. But also, he's aware that he's dying and there's not enough time to actually Mm -hmm. form a connection again with her. Well, he also, I think, at that point, he tries to tell her, I... I tried to ask every time I, I tried to talk with your mom. I always wanted to know how you were doing. And she would always just say she wouldn't give me anything. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so, but yeah, because uh, that's when, yeah, as you kind of mentioned, as you mentioned, she uh, reveal she tells him uh, I'm doesn't matter because he asked, why are you even like, why are you here during this hour? Just, well, I'm, suspended from school and i am failing english so it doesn't really matter and he's there there is a quick uh i think reaction to that sentence where he's like you're failing english uh (laughs) which uh and then finds out why because she doesn't want to write a paper a reacting about some i i don't remember the poem yeah and uh, songs of myself yeah and then she pretty much says what she thinks and he's like why didn't you write that and she's like no because that's not gonna hit me a grade and i'm just sitting there and i'm like oh i think if a high school student wrote that that gives more insight and awareness of the literature than probably most people because she plagiarized saying that she just went on wikipedia and just copied and pasted pretty much a bunch of facts yeah yeah um but uh, yeah so he does try to tutor her like he tries to explain why he's marking things and she just goes you write my essay for me i'm not gonna do it and he tries to like fight it off and then she shows very negative behaviors of her acting out and doing things to the point where um oh yeah thomas at one point interacts with ellie and they cross paths. And then Ellie concocts a whole plan about what she's going to do with him yeah. and says, come back tomorrow. Yeah, um, Thomas shows up because uh, Charlie wants to talk with her. Or talk to wants to talk him. with Thomas. Yeah. yeah, and then also Ellie is leaving about the same time that Liz arrives. And Liz is like, what is she doing here? So like all of these intersecting yes. parts of his life are all um, at odds. And he's like, I just just wanted some quality time <laughs> i wanted a chance and then yeah. yeah we get the slow reveals about like what happened to um charlie's boyfriend and how charlie uh sought comfort in food and that he has these goals of like he's trying to see the best in people and help them but it seems like everybody's just pushing him away mm-hmm. uh the only yeah. other character that comes into play is uh his ex-wife yeah uh, that does come and visit and tries to tries to deal with things because Liz brings her over, uh, and at that time Charlie has been drugged by his daughter with Ambien yep. and a turkey sandwich. So when I say she exhibits toxic behavior, um, 
She yes. did. She do do that. And then it all ultimately, um, Charlie spends time with his ex-wife, and his ex-wife gets mad at him because she makes a connection that he's dying, and mm-hmm. that he's refusing to help himself. And when she's like. a reoccurring theme why don't you call an ambulance why don't you go to the hospital and he keeps repeating the money is for ellie and then the wife his ex-wife is like you know what no i'm done and he's like i just wanted to be there she's like you're so selfish i have an evil daughter (laughs) Mm -hmm. and which is gonna i don't know just thinking about that and knowing what we're watching next week (laughs) just (laughs) the irony (laughs) did Um, did not realize that when i when i ordered these suggested this yeah but yeah so she basically is like i was protecting you from her this whole time mm-hmm. and then he's confused by it and everything but i i also believe charlie was seeking closure from a lot of things and they, he yeah. doesn't get it because again it is kind of a whole it's been years kind of thing yeah it's and he's I trying think, to fix things in like hours yeah that scene in the beginning and then him on the search uh, I was like, okay. And then I, I think it was the after this, the day that he meets, we, uh, that Ellie is introduced and then he has a conversation with Thomas, uh, cause Thomas is trying to, uh, convert him where, uh, it feels there, there's a lot of things, uh, in this where. It, like I, from what I, I've heard, a couple of different plays, uh, at least modern plays, where I feel they do this, where some characters get told the same thing to them over and over and over, which Charlie is told the same as you were saying multiple times, is told mm-hmm. him over and over and over. And when we get to Tom, uh, we can Thomas, we can kind of say the same things that he's told over and over and over by every single main character. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, he has that conversation, and then I think it was after that. Uh, my brain put it together it's just okay he's dying and he's trying to do the checklist he's trying to mm-hmm. get through and and make sure that uh all his everything he wants because uh what was it because the uh, with his conversation with his wife um it's at that point uh, we reveal we can talk about Thomas and, and Ellie's whole little story arc in a bit. Um, but there's he when he finds out what she did, the reaction to the way his mom, uh, Ellie's mom and Charlie react to what Ellie did is completely different because uh, the mom who is uh, there the whole time, and is tired of it is as you said i have an evil daughter and you you just aren't helping while charlie looks at this and he's he's seen the good in her and just and i think he even says a line she might not have intended it to be good but she is doing good yeah it's his essentially his final day where he comes to that realization because liz yes. is like are you hallucinating like she's like do you have a fever do you see things right now cuz he mm-hmm. starts rambling when he makes that connection the other big thing for Charlie is kind of also he has a large monologue with Thomas because mm-hmm. Thomas comes in and I was like the audacity of this man. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, oh, wait, wait, let me back up a little bit. So, yeah. So there's the wife 
and um, after the argument with his wife, he decides, or he feels as though he's ruined everything that he was trying to work on the last few days. So he's been getting pizza delivered to him, like, secretly, so that the pizza delivery man never sees who he is, but he does end mm-hmm. up seeing him once at the end of the movie. Which is the final straw after uh, uh, Liz rat- <laughs> rats him out to his wife, uh, Ellie drugs him, uh, Thomas, uh, there there was something that also happened with him in that whole uh, scene. He, he was being like, homophobic. <laughs> yes. Uh, and there's just all, all these things uh, just all piled up on that one day and then it's just the final straw because uh because throughout the whole movie his name's dan the the pizza guy and he's just like hey are you okay and he's like yeah yeah because i think the first time we hear dan talk is or, or at least have a conversation like, i think charlie's crying uh, charlie's like it's in the mailbox and yeah. like he cuts it off and then like the second interaction he's like my name's dan by the way i'm here yeah. often and then dan sticks around because he gets curious and then his reaction is like oh <laughs> it's like and he just runs, and that his that was the the final straw for Charlie. Yeah, he proceeds to uh, binge eat because he knows that his final days are due to his weight. So he tries to to stop his heart sooner. Yeah, poor guy. That um, much ranch should not go on double stacks of pizza. Uh, yeah, um, but yeah, he eats his, himself sick essentially, and then that leads into his final day. But yeah, the thing with Thomas that I forgot to mention is that Thomas. Uh, has decided he has a message and that he's there to save um, Charlie because he found Charlie's ex-boyfriend or previous boyfriend's uh, Bible that had a section highlighted. Oh, that's right. Yep. And then Thomas (laughs) uh, construes it in such a way and it causes a monologue for Charlie where Charlie's like, admit that you're disgusted by me. And then Thomas Mm -hmm. like cracks and he's like, yeah. And then it's... uh, yeah, that's his straw. <laughs> yeah, as as I wrote here, that's not the way to share. Oh, from using a church uh, terminology, the gospel with people by telling them that their lover died because they dated him, mm-hmm. and it's sin. It's like I I sat there and I'm like, I know people who would do this, and <laughs> I have a problem with it. People don't know, uh, church background, all that stuff. So it's just. So watching Thomas, and when we learn a little bit more about Thomas, it's just okay. It makes sense. He's story wise why yeah. he why he's doing this, but it's just he's young and driven a, and, and very it, yeah, yeah takes but, him in bad places. But yeah, so mm-hmm. then yeah, so then we come to the final day of Charlie, where Charlie um, walks. Uh, well, he um, he's clearly at the final stages. Liz is mm. like, this is it, and Ellie has her moment to have a bad, uh, uh, has the realization hit her, because she goes through, she's like, can't you get surgery, can't you get pills, can't you, and he's like, no, and so he asks for his final words, which is the essay, oh, and then we also learn that the essay is uh, her essay, her, her essay, yes, because she complains that she got an F because for he her turned poetry. that essay in, yeah, because, yeah, the, when the, the climatic situation uh, where uh, his wife is yelling at Ellie, and she's like, just get out of here, you're making things worse. And he's like, wait, wait, your essay, here. And his mom... She just it. Yeah, she's just like, just grabs it and runs, and then when she comes back, and he's just like, I failed. He's like, you didn't read it. <laughs> and then it's the, and then as you just the said. Reveal. And 
He's like, so, it's yeah, the best gets, thing you ever wrote. He gets yeah. his uh, his final. Uh, he gets to hear the final words read by her that were written by her, and I believe they said like back in the eighth grade. And mm-hmm. um, it also revealed that he has cared because she's like, "How do you even have this?" Because we weren't talking when I was in the eighth grade. He's like, "I asked your mom to send it to me," and it's you know his favorite essay he's ever read. Uh, he, mm-hmm. Oh, he also in his uh, final days got himself fired from his job yeah because he asked his students to write something honest and there were some heartfelt things well, about like it wasn't just honest to write something effing honest for <laughs> once in your life <laughs> and kids basically use it as a confessional booth which he thought was beautiful mm-hmm. um, but yeah so it's just a lot of charlie trying to grapple and he regrets he doesn't regret his life but he regrets the choices he made when he was excited by love because yeah. he thought uh also the thing we learned about alan his ex-boyfriend or Dead now boyfriend. deceased boyfriend yeah. is that uh that's a better had, way of putting it <laughs> yeah, he had committed suicide mm-hmm. and that liz and charlie held the weight of that and mm-hmm. that um the reason that liz blames the church is because the church abandoned him for being in love with charlie yeah uh Another thing, so Hoff was telling me some one-star reviews from people who uh, I don't think, (laughs) (laughs) but uh, one of the other, I think, underlying messages, or the underlining traits of just how Charlie treats himself, it's not very well hidden, it is, I don't know, I noticed it, but... uh, he charlie as we mentioned earlier has a very low opinion of himself and what that comes off as that we see is i'm not spending the money uh where i don't have any money and it it could uh, on face value of just being hey i i don't want to spend this this money because i don't want to go in debt all this stuff and it's it's for ellie and i think uh something else that i think ellie realized well it doesn't really go into it but my head can and i like to think what really starts getting through to her uh because it's not that it's not that as soon as alan was out of the picture for him that he lived his life just in complete pleasure and doing whatever he wants it sounds that uh from what we're able to put together as soon as alan uh died as soon as he passed away he just became a recluse and just did not leave the house and, and everything. And to the point where even, uh, when they find, when Liz finds out how much money it was and she's like, you could have helped me fix my truck when I was getting your groceries. Mm And, and this other thing where I do believe that Charlie would have helped, he just didn't know, but the story well, he was telling he, everybody was that he has no money. Yeah, and then he also was said the phrase, if it was an emergency, and she's like, yes. why would I assume that that was a big enough emergency when I thought you had, like, $70 to your name? Yes. Yeah. Um, which, yeah, she didn't bring it up, but uh, this his whole life up to this point, because at that, I believe at that point... Um, there's an agreement between Charlie and, and Mary's his his ex-wife uh, between the two of them that um, once Ellie turns 18 and graduates and is out of the house, 
all his money would go to to her. Mm-hmm. Um, to where if you look at his life, yeah, he eats a lot and everything, but he eats a lot of cheap fast food where it's just twenty bucks a night for for this. Uh, for rent to pay for that, he's not going to the hospital because he doesn't want to dip and all that. And it's, I believe he's looking at his his life and and everything as very sacrificial. To he's like my life doesn't matter. He's yeah, like he's trying I, to make it up by some means. Yeah, like where it's he's he wants and he's definitely the all the money's going to his daughter uh, to help her. But he, I believe he's definitely looking at this in a frame of. Um, pretty much I made my choices and I'm going to die it's earlier than I wanted it to so I need to change the original agreement not so much that she knows but that at least he can uh, just get to know her a little bit more and then once he sees how much she's struggling from her, her own decisions it he change it like he he just like no i because he even says uh it to mary uh when she's leaving just like i just want to know that i made a difference and i uh, i wanted to help like i can't remember the exact line but he's I like know I want, one of the lines he says is i want to know i did one something thing right, right in my life yeah. yeah and she's like you no you didn't and we don't see the after effect of that but uh yeah it's it's a I don't know I like the story with no clear ending because yeah. he wouldn't know but because uh, it's but I, told from with him as the focal point yeah. of the story. Uh, I guess real briefly we can just go over. Uh, I think we covered Ellie's kind of storyline alongside with Charlie's. I don't. Yeah, I think if we talk about Thomas, then that'll cover. Thomas. And then we had kind of covered Liz's. Yeah, Liz, I think Liz and Thomas, they their story B, because a lot of their stuff kind of overlaps a little bit. Um, because uh, Liz is uh, very hostile towards Thomas every time he's on screen, uh, because it's, a, it's from New Life, and as Hunt mentioned earlier, Liz's brother, who was Charlie's boyfriend, uh committed suicide because he was kicked out of the church and and looked down and Liz is constantly telling uh Thomas you don't know what's going on with new life like this is this is everything on there and she's just like this is bs that you're coming here like who's coming to Idaho from some wherever to do all this and she's like but Liz is also an adult that has to take care of another adult child uh, <laughs> that isn't really helping making her situation easier but it's just I felt so bad for Liz this whole movie man it's just she's so tired just from work and then coming home and she's basically with... yeah like she's a nurse 24 7 because yeah. she's like on night shift and when she's not there she's making visits to to Charlie and then yeah you mentioned that she gets really hurt because she's like I didn't know you had all this money. You could have mm-hmm. been taking care of things. We could have ordered you more stuff for the apartment to help your health, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And he deemed it unimportant. And her big struggle, she mentions, is like she already saw one person die in her life that she cared about, which was her brother. Mm-hmm. And mentions that like she she had come in was like, please eat something, please take care of yourself, please like live for something before 
and then she says that she had to identify his body and then mm-hmm. charlie's like yeah but i wasn't considered family and liz is like please it's not <laughs> yeah I, we can both have trauma right and that's another thing that's like a really complex thing about charlie because charlie at this point is selfish isn't the word but he's really focused on his personal gripes because he knows it's the end of his times and other mm-hmm. people are like i'm not telling you these things because i want you to like tell me how you feel like i'm telling you how i feel because yeah. like that's part of the argument he has is mary his ex-wife where she's like i've been raising her all these years and it's been really hard he's like well i would have helped i wanted to help she's like no you didn't don't mm-hmm. tell me that now you just wanted to know how she was and I told you she's fine because, like, you know, it's hard. And, yeah. yeah, and then, like, so Liz with the money, Liz with her brother, Liz seeing another person in her life die. And she kind of makes it clear that she doesn't have a lot of people because she's been cut off from the family as well. Because mm-hmm. she decided she didn't want to be part of the church because she was adopted in. So she's already, like, mm-hmm. double other. <laughs> yeah. I will say, I hope Liz has a pretty happy post post whale story <laughs> <laughs> she, but yeah. that she gets a chance to have time for herself yeah well now she's gonna have a lot of time for herself <laughs> but uh yeah it's because that's the other thing where i it's uh, easy to get frustrated with charlie because it's, it's very much uh everyone is invading his world because he doesn't leave the apartment and mm-hmm. so he's just my world is and the fact that he still has the bedroom of his of of alan and all that but anyway liz uh he, she has gives that but uh multiple times i are every character says this to thomas and this is a good time to switch over to thomas briefly because mm-hmm. we we did hit the 30 minute mark yeah. um but uh i think it's different different for each character but both ellie charlie and liz all confront thomas why are you here do you think he likes you you think he's gonna have sex with you and he's and thomas is just like <laughs> i don't wait, want it what? i don't want it he's like oh, wait what what why is everyone saying this to me <laughs> and he's in his mind he's definitely i believe he thinks that he's trying to do that well not i don't think he is he he believes that he he's, believes he's doing, doing he's the there the right for thing. a divine purpose yeah. and uh he believes he's doing the right thing and just well, one character is very hostile towards him and tries to ruin his life. The other one doesn't want him here because of who he's claiming the to memories. be with. Yes. Yeah. And Charlie is just... I, I, I think he's just trying to be like, why do you believe this? <laughs> I think Charlie's trying to persuade him to reconsider who he gives his life to. Yeah. Because, like, the guy's like... I because uh, Charlie says like aren't you a little young to think about the end of the world times and Thomas is like well I like the idea of everything being replaced and he's like okay and the guy's like and then they discuss like the bible and how Charlie's perspective is like it's very limiting it's very restrictive and it's not it's not what the new life people make it out to be and Thomas is like no you don't understand and Charlie's like no I read it <laughs> yeah I, I know what I read <laughs> I did. It did make me laugh a little bit. Where he, when he, at Thomas, he reads that verse that is very pointed towards it. Where it's it's showing that Alan is very tortured about the decisions he's making and his own faith because uh, and his abandonment from yeah, his family and everything. Because uh, yeah. it's revealed that Alan was a missionary, and then it's before he met Charlie. But uh, uh, more than a missionary, he was basically set up to run the church in that area. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, I think 
I thought this, yeah, missionary, and then he came back, and then he just wasn't the same, and then that's somehow him and Charlie's paths crossed. But uh, it's just... Oh, no, he was a student at night school. That That's right. And then uh, it's just, he says that verse, uh, and it just, I'm I'm not laughing because of the way that I'm just, oh, man, I know people that would do that. Uh, and it's just, he doesn't see what he's doing, because... Yeah he he wants to save people because yeah. he has so the whole thing with ellie is thomas has that whole he eventually admits to it ellie's the only one that catches on to him because ellie is like i know you're lying and she ends up basically bullying him into admitting the truth of the matter of what he's really doing there and he basically says like i didn't feel like i was doing enough so i wanted to be more hands-on and i wanted to save individual people which is like great if the other person's willing like right like yes <laughs> mm-hmm. it has to be both sides want this and not him forcing another person into it but yeah so he feels empowered to do this for charlie because he's like oh charlie's dying i need to, this is my case this will prove that i can start my own mission apart and break off and then ellie uh blackmails him mm-hmm. and it Again, we don't know the true motivations. Even Charlie is like, I don't know if she was hurting or helping, but yeah. he gets to go home again. I don't think we were ever supposed to know the true motivations. Which is fine. That's yeah. how it should be. It's messy. Yeah. But yeah. I just mean for listeners, like, whether whatever Ellie was up to, she sent pictures of him smoking pot and a recording of him admitting to stealing money, and his family said, come home. <laughs> yeah. Because... Uh, I think what the person at the mission that or whatever he was working that he had problems with uh was just saying it's just money come home and and he's all excited that he's able to come back home and everything uh to where he has one final shot and just well (laughs) really ruins himself uh not ruins himself but does excuse me the wrong thing it's as someone who grew up in the church and and did go down the path of of being a pastor and all that stuff, it's I know a lot of people who do act like Thomas, where they believe they're doing the right thing. But as you mm-hmm. said, it's one thing I've I've told other people in, in different words. But it's just you can't force people. You can't argue, and this is a problem I have with some people in in my own faith where they try to argue people into belief and it's and it seems when i tell them well if you argue people into belief you can be argued out of it and they're just what do you mean i was like <laughs> never mind <laughs> but yeah. uh it's the like i'm a christian and have and have faith in uh and i believe but it's the it's the same time where if you're just bashing your belief on some over someone's head all the time without understanding where they're coming at as a person and everything it's it's not going to end well and that's pretty much when i was seeing that i've i've heard stories and and seen people who have done pretty much what uh what thomas is doing where he's Mm. only focused on uh himself yeah just look at how how good i am look how good of uh a servant of God I am and not so much trying to meet Charlie where he is mm-hmm. and and loving him as a person 
because it even when Charlie pushes him and he's like, you're disgusted by me and all that stuff. And he's like, yeah, and it just you're gross. You're a yeah. sinner. You need to be saved. And yes. Charlie's like, yeah, yeah, he's, I knew it. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> all right, get out of here. <laughs> um, so. And that's. That's another thing where it's just. Uh, and Thomas, it just. It, it One of the things I am interested about is how if this was close to how the um the play is i am interested now to seeing like if there's a live production yeah Yeah. and just seeing how different it is or anything but uh yeah i don't know it's i'd assume it's pretty close if anything because uh once I, i realized it was a play i was like okay i can see the scenes yeah, like when I was watching it, I was like, it's like watching a play. And then, yeah. like I said, the end credits came through. I was like, oh, uh. this makes sense. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much, I can't think of really, I think we covered pretty much the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. But it was a little bit different where we talked character focused yeah. sections. Yeah. But that's but that's kind of what it is. It's it's a character study. Yeah. Uh, uh, I was going to say. Um, my bladder is suddenly really full, so I don't mean to rush this, but no I problem. will say, tune in next week as we, uh, as you made the joke about toxic evil daughters, we watch Hereditary again. Yeah. The two of us have watched it, at least for uh, the horror <laughs> rankings. Yeah. And now we'll have a special we'll guest. Have a guest. First time guest, uh, K to the J, uh, who this was the hardest movie to get a guest for, and uh, he's... I. He came to mind. I asked him, hey, would you be interested? He's like, this is one of my favorite movies. I'm like, cool. <laughs> oh, cool. So we'll get real deep into analysis then because yes. we're all watching it. Anyway. Yes, this this will probably be at least fourth or third or fifth watch. I don't know how many times you watched it. But uh, yeah. It'll it's, be my third. I think it'll be my third or fourth. I can't remember. Uh, somewhere around there. Um, I guess one one quick thing. We won't go too far into it because I yeah. Uh, all the stuff but uh thumbs up thumbs down recommend i don't remember how we were doing this uh, yeah because we weren't giving rating numbers but yeah i yes. would recommend this movie to people if you let the movie breathe i think that's the tip i would give it mm-hmm. uh, i would say if you're going in this expecting something really showy that's this is not the movie you're in the mood for then but if you just let the movie breathe and you really pay attention to how like if you could put yourself in the shoes of any of the characters and go, wow, that's messy. What would I even do? Then I think you would really mm-hmm. enjoy this movie. Because everybody, if I was in the shoes of any of these people, minus Thomas. I don't really relate to Thomas very much. But I would, I can see myself being like, hmm, maybe I wouldn't put Ambien and steal drugs. But maybe I would be defiant. No, I would. <laughs> Just you. I'll put more. <laughs> no. <laughs> I. That's the character I'm like. I don't think I would be able to do that. I think I'd just show up and be like, "No, nah, I'm I'm good." Peace. <laughs> Later. But uh no. Nah, yeah, I'll give a thumbs up to this movie. Yes, same here. Thumbs up. Definitely worth watching. Um just be aware what you're eating. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> there's just make sure whatever you're eating, you finish it before the the second half of the movie gets there. <laughs> so And don't eat pizza. Mm. I could go for some pizza right now. <laughs> but anyway, uh, thank you everyone for watching. Next week, uh, Hereditary. Oh, 
subscribe, leave likes, reviews, share with friends, leave ratings. Oh, we um, did have a comment. <gasps> yeah. Uh, it was from uh, the Anna and the Apocalypse episode. Uh, oh. It was The comment was, thanks for letting me on the show. It was a lot of fun. Can't wait for the next one. It was Maddie. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do have to reach out to her again once things get a little bit less. Happy. Yes, Maddie is also coming on the show again. So if you guys like that, uh, we'll have our babysitter here the whole time again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. All right. Yep, thanks for watching. Peace.